0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: AI, it has AI. If artificial intelligence takes our jobs, AI, AI, AI. When people talk about AI, a lot of the time, I'll venture to say most of the time, they're talking about machine learning. But what is machine learning? And what kinds of things are AI, but not machine learning? I'm Tom Merritt. I'm going to help you know a little more about machine learning. Well, first of all, machine learning is real. It's out there and you use products that use it every day. A lot of people just think it's all buzzwords, but it's not. Uh, yeah, it's used in automated cars and that's real, but it's also used in online recommendations. you on Amazon and it's telling you, hey, you might like this product. If you're on Netflix, hey, you might like this show. That's machine learning underneath there. If uh, you have ever been discovered saying something about a product or a company on Twitter and you didn't reply them and you wondered how they did it. It was probably a machine learning system. And fraud detection is probably the one that we, we rely on the most, is banks going, that doesn't seem like Tom's transactions. That's usually machine learning. Now, machine learning, sometimes people say, well, it's just a really fancy algorithm. It's kind of that. Uh, They're not really the same thing, though. Machine learning, or ML, I'm going to call it ML sometimes, is a computer system that uses algorithms, usually more than one, and statistical models to carry out a task without explicit instructions. Algorithms are explicit instructions. So one of machine learning's advantages over statistics is that it can find structure without having to know what the structure looks like. An algorithm, you're telling it step-by-step. With statistics, you're saying, look for this thing. Machine learning can find stuff without knowing what it was looking for. So it's not generalized intelligence. That's what a lot of people think of when they think of AI, something that can learn and grow and move beyond its boundaries. It's not that. It's actually very constrained. It can't just learn everything and become super smart. It has a task, and it doesn't go beyond that task. But It's also more than an algorithm, because instead of telling the system how to perform the task with that set of instructions, machine learning is given some tools, including algorithms, and the task that it needs to achieve, and it figures out how to get the right results on its own. As defined by Tom M. Mitchell, who literally wrote the textbook Machine Learning, the system learns from experience to perform a task. If the performance of the task improves with experience, then that's machine learning. ML starts with training data. So for my example here, we're going to say a bunch of pictures of cats. The ML uses its algorithms to create a mathematical model of what it thinks a cat is based on the training data. So in other words, the algorithm doesn't say cats have whiskers, cats have pointy ears, cats have this and that. The algorithm's in the machine learning system, look for commonalities and then refine them until it has built a model of what a cat looks like. I constantly see these things that look like whiskers and I constantly see this pattern that's ears and it starts to realize that must be a cat. The algorithms are looking for patterns. They're not telling it what a cat is. Now, there are lots of versions of machine learning. The two biggest categories of machine learning are supervised and unsupervised learning. Let's talk about those two. Supervised learning tells the ML what the right answers are. So the training data in this case would have pictures of cats and pictures without cats. And the pictures would be labeled cat or not cat, so that the ML knew which were cats and which weren't. Now, I know a lot of people are like, well, if you already told it the answer, uh, of course it's going to get it right, but th- 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 stay with me here. What it does is it learns from those labels. So it looks at all those pictures for patterns and says, oh, in the pictures that are labeled cat, I see the triangular ears and the whiskers and all of that. And it creates a mathematical model of what a cat is. It then applies that model to the data set without looking at the labels, to see how well the model works at matching the labels. Now you say, well, won't it cheat and look at the labels? We're not dealing with humans, right? It can say, ignore label, then determine cat or not cat, now look at label, and it will see how well it does. It then updates its model based on what it learns and does it again, iterates over and over and over until it gets really good. That's when you can start giving it unlabeled pictures to see how well it does at identifying which ones have a cat in it when it doesn't have a label to go on. The second big category is unsupervised learning. So in supervised, we gave it labels and said, this is a cat. This is not a cat. Now try to figure out what a cat is. The second big category is unsupervised learning. It has cats and not cat pictures, but no labels. So we actually didn't tell it what a cat was before. We just told it which pictures were cats and it looked for patterns. In unsupervised learning, the ML still looks for patterns in the data, but it just starts grouping them together. And the idea is one of those patterns it finds will be cats. The ML sort of discovers what a cat is all on its own. We label the pattern that it identifies as cat ourselves and tell it, hey, keep identifying those. The ML doesn't really know what a cat is doesn't have a concept of cat. It doesn't know it's called cat. It just knows, oh, I've been told to look for that pattern more. Okay, got it. Unsupervised learning is really good at segmenting things, identifying clusters of stuff, customer data, for instance. Since it can find all the patterns, it can do things like, say, all these customers seem to like cats, these don't, and these are ambivalent. Now, as I mentioned, these are just the two biggest categories of ML. There are all kinds of subcategories to these, and even mixtures of the two. Uh, For instance, semi-supervised learning has some of its training data labeled, but not all. So it mixes supervised and unsupervised strategies together. Uh, This one's used a lot in facial recognition. Then reinforced learning is very... Gets a lot of press, put it that way. It's used in autonomous vehicles. It's used in game playing. If you've heard about machine learning systems that play video games or play Go, reinforced learning gives the system positive or negative reinforcement for correct or incorrect answers. Uh, So for instance, if it wins the game, it knows, oh, that mathematical model worked. Uh, that worked better than the one that lost. And it keeps trying models and seeing which ones win, which ones don't, modifying its models, et cetera, et cetera. That's why you hear about these, these deep learning systems doing video games, playing millions of games to get good at them. Now, what approach any particular project uses depends on what you want the ML to achieve. But trust me, there are way more than I've mentioned here, and they all fall roughly somewhere between supervised and unsupervised learning. So the idea is to just give you the outline of this is where machine learning falls. There's lots more you can study if you want to figure out all of these different subcategories. And most importantly, I want you to see the importance of training data. If we train that machine learning set on pictures that are entirely tabby cats, all the cat pictures are tabby cats with uh, a few exceptions, It might start to label calico cats as not cat. It'll say, well, I don't know. I look at cats and they're all the gray with the stripes. This one isn't gray. This one doesn't have the stripes. Must not be a cat. That's how you get bias into machine learning. It's the data set you gave it. So you need to give it good training data. The better the data, the better your system learns. And you need good algorithms to help the system recognize patterns and evaluate data as well. And you need horsepower. We've talked about iterating, going through over and over. Uh, the machine learning needs to go over its results a lot. <laughs> and that was one of the impediments to machine learning in the past was we just didn't have hardware that could go over its results enough times to make it improve fast enough. And now we do. Hence the need for those high powered ships at scale. Now I want to wrap up with giving you an idea of what is not machine learning. Uh, We have a better idea of what machine learning is, but what's an example of AI that is not machine learning? One big one that you'll hear is data mining. Now, machine learning and data mining overlap a lot. And some argue that they really are part of the same broad discipline or that machine learning is part of data mining's super set of tactics. But machine learning generally wants to reproduce known things. Like, we know what a cat is. We just want machine learning to be able to look through a bunch of photos really fast and put all the cats in one folder because they'll do it faster than us. But we know what a cat is. Machine learning is able to duplicate our knowledge and then do different things with it. Data mining's goal is to find unknown things. For instance, maybe we didn't know that all black cats are really good at poker until we put that data mining algorithm, that data mining system to work. By the way, I I don't think that's true, that all black cats are really good at poker as far as I know, but it would be the kind of thing data mining might uncover for us. You'll also hear about neural networks. Neural networks are a way of operating machine learning. They're not a type of machine learning. They're a way of mimicking the way the brain works to execute the machine learning system. And then deep learning is usually described as a type of unsupervised machine learning, but it's on a whole other level. We mentioned it when we were talking about reinforced learning. It basically takes large amounts of data, all the computer power it can muster, and specialized neural networks. There's a lot more to that as well, but it gives you an idea of the branches off here. So there you go. This will not teach you everything you need to know about ML, but the purpose here is that when somebody mentions machine learning now, you should have a much better understanding of what that means and how it's different from other things it gets lumped in with. I hope that helps you understand better. In other words, you know a little more about machine learning.